Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Welcome to XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Cristina Marujos, and joining me today is Senior Investment Analyst Mario Sochikiriakos, and we'll be having a look at this very interesting week coming up. Just before the holidays, Marios, we have a lot of central bank meetings coming up, some of which have been quite hawkish in their rhetoric lately. However, the Omicron variant is likely to be an important variable in how policymakers decide to act. So let's start by having a look at the Fed meeting on Wednesday. Chair Powell has signaled that he's open to accelerating tapering, and therefore markets brought forward the rate hike projections. Will we see a hawkish Federal Reserve on Wednesday, and what could that mean for the dollar? Hello, Christina. Well, that's the million-dollar question, really. Uh, yes, I think we'll get a hawkish Fed, so let's unpack that. There are two things to look out for in this meeting. The first one is, will they accelerate the pace of tapering, so they are reducing their asset purchases. Will they decide to conclude that process even earlier, therefore opening the door for raising interest rates sooner? And the second variable is, what will the new dot plot show? So the dot plot uh, of interest rate projections shows where the Fed expects interest rates to be in one year, two years, and so on. The last time we got a dot plot, it showed 0.5 rate increases essentially for next year. But the market is currently pricing in three rate increases. So it's almost certain that the dot plot will be revised higher. The question is how much higher? Will it signal one rate increase for next year or two? Now, the US economy is doing really well. Consumption is booming. Labor market is tied by several measures. Inflation is hot. And uh, several indicators point to amazing growth in the final quarter of the year. Therefore, I'm in the camp that uh, that expects both tapering to be accelerated and for the new dot plot to signal two rate increases for next year. I think that makes the most sense given given the strength of recent economic data. And if we get both of those, that would probably argue. That, that, that would argue for a positive reaction in the dollar. Let's cross into Europe now, where arguably the Eurozone economy is much weaker than that of the US. We have the European Central Bank meeting coming up on Thursday, and President Christine Lagarde has played down any rate hike expectations. Therefore, what are we likely to hear from policymakers? And is there anything the central bank could signal that could help the euro? Well, that's a, that's a tough question. So. The Eurozone economy is not doing that great. The recovery is still fragile. We've recently seen more COVID restrictions in several countries that could hold back economic growth. And yet inflation has fired up and the hawks within the governing council of the ECB are worried that it could uh, stick around. So this meeting, they're going to have to decide what to do with asset purchases after their emergency purchases end in March. Will they uh, increase their regular asset purchase program, the one they had before the pandemic, to make up for that shortfall? They probably will, because if they don't, that could push European bond yields much higher, and that could be a massive risk, considering how high debt levels are across the Eurozone. So they're going to 
try to find a compromise. The doves will probably push to expand asset purchases. The hawks will push against that. But I think the compromise is going to be, yes, we'll expand our asset purchases, but we're going to place a ceiling on how high they can get. So we'll expand them by a fixed amount rather than having them open-ended like, uh, like right now. Well, for the euro, this doesn't really change much. And I think the overall outlook is still gloomy. Yes, inflation has soared, but growth and most importantly, wage pressures remain muted. And that implies that the European Central Bank will probably lag behind the Fed, the Bank of Canada, the Bank of England in raising interest rates and normalizing monetary policy. Now, the markets are still pricing in a minor rate increase by the ECB for next year, which I think is completely unrealistic and it therefore allows scope for more losses in the euro as the ECB pushes back against that. And finally, let's cross into the United Kingdom because the Bank of England meets on Thursday as well. Prime Minister Johnson, however, just announced a new set of measures to contain the virus surge that we're seeing lately. Up until now, though, markets were pretty certain that a rate hike was imminent at the December meeting. How do you think this meeting will play out for sterling? It will probably be anticlimactic for the markets. So, yes, the Bank of England hyped the markets in recent months about an imminent rate increase. But when the time came, they failed to deliver. And ever since then, we've seen the Omicron variant and recent measures in the UK. So it's almost certain the Bank of England will uh, will not raise interest rates this time as well. Um, even the, one of the most hawkish members of the Bank of England, Michael Saunders, who voted for a rate increase last month, he recently said that he wants more details about the new variant before deciding on interest rates. So, you know, when when a hawk turns cautious like that, that is usually a very powerful signal about the rest of the committee. Now, the markets are still pricing in a 25% probability for a rate increase next week. So if the Bank of England does nothing, that would uh, argue for some downside in the pound uh, initially. Now, beyond this initial reaction, uh, the path for, ster for sterling will, will really depend on what the Bank of England signals about future rate increases. The markets are pricing in four of them almost for next year. So if we get a cautious Bank of England, we could see that pricing get a little bit deflated and that would, you know, that could exacerbate any uh, pain in sterling. It looks like it's going to be another interesting week. Marios, thank you for joining me. And thank you for joining us here at XM.com for this week's Weekly Outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.